Section 12 of Mother Earth, Volume 1, Number 4, June 1906. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Stephen Winterburn. Mother Earth, Number 4. Dignity Speaks. Hark, ye millions, and tremble. I am more powerful than the law. Together with my sister respectability, I reach far beyond the boundary of the authority of governments. I am supreme. Behold the miserable criminal, desperately resisting the brutal treatment of the police officer. I shall force him to his knees. I shall subdue him. Enthroned upon the seat of justice, robed in the solemn black of my sacred office, I shall break the rebel's spirit. Tis in this that the highest refinement of tyranny manifests itself. It enters into the very innermost depths of the human mind, and there it ravages, till its foul breath has withered the last resistance of the unfortunate soul, and the consciousness of self is destroyed. This accomplished, the man himself is dead. The law! See how the timid masses cower at the mere mention of my name. See them tremble as I enter the arena of the legislature. The dignity of the law! The majesty of the law! It must forever remain my great secret that the law is the Cerberus that guards the portals of our earthly paradise against the common herd. We must not be disturbed in our orgies. The law! Tis our beastly greediness, our bloodthirsty rapacity expressed in statutes. Tis the insatiety of the human beasts of prey immortalized in jurisprudence, and I, dignity, sanctify all that. As a captain of industry, as a prince of commerce, or as a king of finance, I speak with solemn face of the heavy responsibilities that rest upon those to whose care God, in his infinite wisdom, has entrusted the wealth of the universe. I speak with zeal of the sacred duty of the rich to lend a helping hand to our less fortunate brothers. I never tire to emphasize the necessity of wise stewardship. In the meantime, I exploit the poor brothers, and I appropriate the lion's share of the fruit of his labor. He is made to pay me an usurious profit on my investments. I fill my shops and factories with men, women, and children, and I transmute the base metal of their bones into the noble coin of the realm. My coffers grow fat, my slaves grow lean, but I acquire the reputation of a public benefactor, a public-spirited citizen, a noble humanitarian. As military commander, as a great general, I eulogize the heroism and self-sacrifice of my blind slaves and hirelings that have returned from a successful campaign against a weaker nation. I speak of the great benefit that the success of our arms will confer upon the people. 
i emphasize its stimulating effect upon the progress of our country and upon our civilization yet while my anointed lips pour forth these solemn lies my mind travels over the bloody fields of carnage i behold the thousands of the slain the mutilated bodies the torn limbs the streams of human blood i stand in the pulpit and call the faithful to prayer i thunder eternal curses upon the heads of the unbelievers i threaten the people with the torments of hell and i try to bribe them by the promise of heaven believe live and be saved i cry or else you will die and be damned for i am the visible representative on earth of those invisible extra-mundane spirits whom man in his fear and ignorance created to his own continued mental enslavement terrified sin lies prostrate at my feet it does not know that a sick conscience is a characteristic trait of all slaves it is the universal self-accuser were the people individually and collectively to sin on a grand scale were they to refuse to be the puppets of the man-made idols were that to happen masters and slaves would cease to be the tyrants of the world are under great obligations to me they must not forget this for if they should i will unfold my solemn black robe i will smooth the hypocritical lines on my face then shall the world behold all the filth and corruption that i dignity hide end of section twelve Recording by Stephen Winterburn.